welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Hello, Thriver, and welcome to the Real People, Real Talk show. The break is over. We are back. In today's episode, we are surely going to encourage you and inspire you. But before we get to it, just want to give you a friendly reminder that the goal of this podcast ministry is to provide relevant conversations. They're going to take you from surviving to thriving. And it is our goal, our prayer, our desire to just encourage you and empower you to answer God's call in your life, to be all that he has called you to be, as this podcast is all about faith relationships and mental health so thank you once again for tuning in well if you know me i don't like to waste your time so one more thing before we get to the content if this podcast ministry has been a blessing to you and if you have been enjoying the content i want to invite you to support this show through patreon it's a fundraising site for creators and we have various tiers and i want to leave the link in the show notes and i want to add some more things there but click the link and support the show but now Let's talk. What better way to kick off the return than an episode all about Jesus? You saw the title. Jesus changes everything. So, yes, I have a sermon for you that's going to take you from surviving to thriving in your walk with the Lord. I want to talk to you today about that life changing, eternity changing, transformative power of the gospel. The good news of Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 9 verses 1 through 8 will be our text for today as we look at the life of the Apostle Paul or rather his conversion the day that he met Jesus. FYI, I'm going to be using the names Paul and Saul interchangeably throughout this episode. All right. So Acts chapter 9 verses 1 through 2. These verses introduce us to Paul's life before Christ. Let me read it for you. But Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest. He asked him for letters to the synagogue at Damascus so that if he found anyone belonging to the way, and this means Christianity, anyone belonging to the way, men or women, that he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Right off the bat, we see that Saul is a very intense man. He was scheming up ways to persecute God's people. Now, check this out. Saul was very religious, but he didn't know God. I feel like preaching. Saul had religion, but he didn't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Now he kept the law and he was a respected Jew, but he didn't really know the Lord. Friends, when we ever, we look at a text and before we judge the person in the text, we got to look back at ourselves that we got to be careful that we don't settle for religion and miss out on a life changing passionate relationship with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, my friend, we must be careful that we don't allow our love and zeal for God to wax cold. We must be careful that we aren't reading our Bibles and attending church to merely check the boxes out of obligation. Now, I'll be real. You know, this is real people, real talk. I got to keep it 100 with you. This episode is going to be a bit of a heart check and a spiritual tune up, if you will. Now, sometimes when we are in a spiritual rut or even in a dry season, we just got to cry out to the Lord and ask him to reignite our fire and to reignite our passion for him. My constant prayer is this, Lord, help me to fall more deeply in love with you 
Lord, put a hunger and thirst in me for more of you. That's my constant prayer because there is no neutrality in our walk with the Lord. Either we are drawing closer to him or we're drifting away from him. We must be intentional and seek after him. And that looks like time in the word and time in prayer so we can keep the fire burning. Now, Saul was on his way to Damascus a place where there was a heavy Jewish population about 160 miles away, give or take, depending on what scholar that you read. So approximately a three hour drive. Now it will take Paul about six to seven days to get there. I say that to say this, like how much hatred do you have to have in your heart to make such a long journey just to persecute people? This was just a little snapshot of Paul's life before Christ. Now, picking up at verses three through eight, we're going to see Paul's conversion. Now, as he went on his way, he approached Damascus and suddenly a light from heaven shone around him and falling to the ground. He heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Now, looking at the text, Paul was persecuting the church. He was persecuting the Christians. But Jesus, notice how he says, why are you persecuting me? In other words, this shows just how closely Jesus identifies with you and I as his children, as we are literally the body of Christ. And that's a modern day lesson, too, that we got to be careful how we treat everybody. And we also got to be careful how we treat our brothers and sisters in Christ. There is more that unites us than should divide us. We are all one through the powerful blood of the lamb. Now, verse five says, and he said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, but rise and enter the city and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, hearing the voice, but seeing no one. Saul rose from the ground and although his eyes were open, he saw nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. Now, looking at this text, looking at these verses, you see a bit of irony here. This man was going to arrest Christians, but Christ arrested him and changed the trajectory of his entire life. Now, notice the details of this encounter. In spite of Paul's past and in spite of the fact that he was on his way to do bad, Jesus was so loving and so gracious in this encounter. Now, don't counsel me for saying this, but uh, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. If I walked up on somebody that's been persecuting and hurting my family, my people, it would have been a different story. But Jesus brought both salvation and purpose. He brought salvation and purpose to Paul and commissioned him as a missionary to the Gentiles. Another observation from this text, and when you read the entire book of Acts and even books after that, Paul was saved to serve. He wasn't saved to sit. You may say, okay, Paul, what do you mean by that? I'm glad you asked. Let me give you a verse. Ephesians 2.10 says, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Now, this is just a friendly reminder that God has gifted every single believer with at least one spiritual gift. And we need to be using it in the church, in the kingdom for ministry. In so many words, whatever God has called you to do, you should be answering God's call in your life 
walking in purpose and living your life out in such a way that you are saying yes to the Lord. And you may be saying, well, how do I answer God's call for my life? How do I find out what is God's call for my life? Or what is his will for my life? I'm just going to point you to season two, episode one, titled How to Find God's Will for My Life. And they will further explain that. But back to the text, Jesus shows up and changes Paul's life. Now, Paul was lost and he didn't even know it. Yet still, God pursued him. I feel like preaching, to be honest now. He wasn't looking for God, but God was looking for him. That's called grace and that's called mercy, my friend. Please know that God has the power to change your life. He can change your heart, your attitude, your habits, everything about you. There is hope for you today, my friend. We just got to continue to seek after him, to read our Bibles, get in his word, seek him through prayer, and have community with other believers at the house of the Lord that we call church. Now, Jesus is in the business of change. And Jesus is in the business of redemption. So please don't allow a dark past to overshadow a bright future. I got to say that one more time just in case you missed it. Please don't allow a dark past to overshadow a bright future that you can have in Christ Jesus. God can handle your past and he has a better future for you. Now, Paul experienced permanent change as we're talking about conversion. I think of another word, metamorphosis. And that leads me, of course, to think about what we learned in grade school, the metamorphosis of a caterpillar to a butterfly. Total transformation from the inside out. And this is how God works in our lives. One encounter with God would change you forever and it would change your forever. Now, once again, I got to say that one more time. One encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ would change you forever and it would change your forever. Now, let's take a look at Paul's life before Christ and compare it to his life after Christ. Before Christ, he wanted to exterminate Christianity. But after Christ, he wanted to expand Christianity. Before Christ, he would persecute churches. But after Christ, he would plant churches or start churches. He went from throwing disciples in jail to fulfilling the great commission of making disciples. He went from hating Christ and hating the gospel to loving Christ and preaching the gospel. Before Christ, he was a terrorist. But after Christ, he became an evangelist. He's responsible for 13 of the 27 books of our New Testament. And everywhere that Paul went, he proclaimed and shared the good news of Jesus Christ. Whether it was Rome. Corinth, Ephesus, Philippi, to name a few. And he was always pouring into people, making disciples and raising up the next generation. Titus and Timothy, to name a few. Now, this is a moment of reflection, my friend. Who are you pointing to Christ? Who's going to know Jesus because of you? Because of your lifestyle, because of the words that's coming out of your mouth. Are you making an impact in the world? Or rather, are you making an impact in your world, your sphere of influence, your family, your friends, your school, your job for Jesus? Now, just to be clear, this episode, this sermon isn't to make you feel bad, but I just want to encourage you and admonish you to be actively sharing your faith and doing what you can to lead others to the Lord, because that's it's God's universal will 
for every single believer. All of us Christians, whether you're on church staff or not, all believers, everyone that named the name of Jesus Christ, we have been commissioned to make disciples sharing the gospel. And that is the great commission found in Matthew 28. Let Paul's example of witnessing spur us on to good works. When you look at later chapters in Acts, you see that Paul would even witness to a king, King Agrippa to be exact. And I brought that up to say this. If Paul was bold enough to share the gospel with the king, let us be bold enough to share Jesus with our spheres of influence. Our family, our friends, our work, our school and our social media. The Apostle Paul he did so much ministry with pen and paper. Now, here we are. We have access to the World Wide Web, the Internet, and multiple platforms of social media. I just want to encourage you to leverage that for the sake of the kingdom. Now, I'm all about posting about a vacation or a good meal or something that's awesome that's happening in my life. I'm all about posting that. But I make sure that I, I post things about the Lord. Some things that I do, and I just want to encourage you to do it as well. Do a post, just asking, hey, how can I pray for you? They come in their prayer requests, and you can pray for them. Or you post a scripture. Just think some ways that we can use our social media to preach and share Jesus Christ. Because Jesus changes everything. Once you encounter Jesus Christ, your life will never be the same. One encounter with Jesus can take you from darkness to light, from bondage to freedom, from addictions to deliverance, from pain to purpose. God can give you a fresh start. God can change your life. Now, you may be saying, God can't save me. I'm too bad. Well, I'm here to tell you you're wrong. And I mean, that in a very loving and gracious way, you can be changed. You can be different. You don't have to continue Living in sin and going your own way Your life can move in an entirely new direction When we repent of our sins And place our faith in Jesus Christ Now Paul did all of these great things Proclaiming the gospel Starting churches And much more Even though he did terrible things in his past Which tells you and tells me That no one is beyond the reach of God's grace God's arm of mercy is long enough and his hand of grace is big enough to reach us right where we are. Now, if God can save and use a man like Paul, God can save and use you too. That's good news. That's the gospel. Jesus changes everything. And then also encourage us that as we're praying for our friends and our family members to come to know the Lord, that God can change and reach anyone and everyone. So keep on praying, keep on witnessing, keep on believing, keep on having gospel centered conversations because you never know what God will do or when he will do it. So today I just wanted to remind you about the life changing power of the gospel and encourage you to share this gospel as the Lord Jesus has instructed us to do. Amen. Amen. What I pray and hope that you are going to be a doer of that word and not just a hearer and the same prayer for myself. I don't want to just be a preacher or proclaimer of the word, but I want to be a doer. Jesus changes everything. So don't be stingy with this, Jesus. Don't be stingy with the gospel. Share it with other people. 
All right, we're back. We are completely back. New episodes will be coming to you every single Wednesday. So follow or subscribe in the app that you are using right now so you don't miss anything. And just want to say, y'all, I enjoy my break, um, rest, relaxation, some vacation. I read a lot of books just so I can bring you the best content and just been researching different things and reading about podcasts because I really want to take this podcast ministry to the next level. So be sure to check out the show notes. Hit the link and become a patron today and support the show. Now go be all that God has called you to be.